episode is being brought to you by Speedweed. Speedweed is America's most trusted name in medical marijuana delivery. For more information, go to www.speedweed.com for all your medical marijuana needs. Enjoy! This is why I was trying to get in at All Things Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I totally get it now. I, 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 hey, I, but we fixed it. Guys, we did. I have a quarter of my All Things Comedy coffee left. I was like, can I take more as I'm leaving? And they were like, oh, you fucking poor person. But they were very nice. And they were like, you yeah, know, sometimes you're allowed like, to have coffee, man. And I was like, okay. I think sometimes like we make mistakes in our career by asking for stuff. And people that, just take it? No, asking for stuff that you don't deserve. Yeah. Like I'm watching Shark Tank and that's like <laughs> such a big lesson that I'm learning watching Shark Tank because some of these people, they have small businesses that they made $15,000 last year yeah. and they're asking for a $100,000 loan. Yeah. And the sharks just see them as like, you're obviously delusional and yeah, no, that I, does not make a good business person. No, I had a... I was doing this podcast, another someone, another one of my friends' podcast before I came over, and someone wrote in, and they were like, "What's the easiest way to start a podcast?" And it's like, "Yo, homie, that's not the right word. If you want like the easiest way, like you're not, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? If you yeah. if you want to be like, how do I start? Like I'm really inspired. I have like this great idea, but if it's like, you know, oh, I'm just really like funny with my friends. Like just give me money to start a podcast. It's like, ooh, like I feel like you kind of." No, or or people see how popular podcasts are and they just get in it to try to make money from it. Yeah. And that's not the reason you should do anything. Right. Please go to my new Patreon, patreon.com <laughs> slash fuck up pod. Um, yeah, no, totally. And I mean, the thing with like comedy too is you have to love, like you take such beatings, especially when you're new, that it's like, oh God, if you're doing it for the money, you fucked up. You know what I mean? There are easier ways to sell out. Um, but I think podcasting. Like if you want to do anything for money, just go into real estate. Like yeah. what is the biggest purchase that people make in their lives? A home. Right. Right. Like what's bigger? What's more expensive than a house? Yeah. So go be a real estate agent because they don't have any talent. Yeah. Make a bunch of money. Just... Make those fucking awkward YouTube commercials that I have to see every time I want to watch a fucking Tony Robbins video where he's like, I made billions on real estate. And he's like showing everybody his cars. Just go be that douchebag. Yeah, exactly. Don't Just, don't flood our creative space. Like if you're gonna sell out, like go sell out far away from us. All these like new podcasters should go get their real estate license. It's not yeah. that hard. Well, I think like, like there are some people who are like either they have a really great idea and because what's so great about it is technically like we don't have to take a lot of those bullshit meetings that we used to take like years ago, right? Where if there's a kid in like Iowa and like he or she has like a really good idea for a podcast. He doesn't have to get like his manager to find him an agent to set up general meetings to fucking, you know, bullshit with however long, you know, give your pitches and t steal your free coffee, et cetera, et cetera. Like they can make it, which is great. It, but it's the people who I think are like, Oh, this is an easy way to make money. Me and my friends are just as funny as Joe Rogan. And like, then they start a podcast, which is just like a derivative of a podcast they like. Cause they think they can just get paid for like dicking around with their buddies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's so Does that mean? Cause I, cause I also want to support people to do it. Cause I think it's great that you can cut no, out you the should, establishment. You shouldn't support everybody because they're yeah. <laughs> like, there are people who suck. Yeah. Guys, like some well, people need to be discouraged. Yeah. What we're trying to say is if you suck, don't start a podcast. 
And if you don't suck, start a podcast and we will be guests on your podcast. If you're hanging out with people and you're talking and you're funny and like you oftentimes find yourself with like a semicircle of people around you, yeah. maybe start a podcast because people yeah. like what you have to say. If not, uh, if they go be the funniest real estate agent far away. Go sell houses in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, Dallas. I bet you can make a killing. Dude, when I see... When I like my ex girlfriend would watch all those like um, fixer upper shows and shit, and HGTV. HGTV, that's what it is. And when I I've only lived in New York and L.A. And when you see like for a thousand dollars a month, like I can have the governor's mansion of Denver, like real estate, like buying houses in other cities. Like Stanhope did it right, just moving to the outskirts of Arizona. Yeah, has this weird right? fucking compound. No, I was gonna go. Uh, I was gonna go a couple months ago, but then we ended up doing the All Things Comedy Festival instead. But I was gonna mm-hmm. fly down to do his show. Uh, Bisbee, Arizona, is where he lives. He like gives his address out because he doesn't. I know he has like fans just hanging out at his house. Yeah, <laughs> I said I think it's called like the Fun House. It looked ridiculous. Yeah, I will go. I I think Stanhope did do it right. Because he doesn't rely on, like, corporate comedy clubs to book him. Yeah. He does, like, rock clubs. Dude, when I used to open for him, it, it like, forever ago, it was when he was still playing comedy clubs. So we did, like, the Baltimore Improv, Cap City, I think. Like, some, like, nice clubs. But, oh, Jesus Christ. When half that audience doesn't know who they're there to see, like, it is fucking... They're just going because they just want to go out for a comedy night. And it's Stanhope. Yeah. Oh, like I almost like I thought I was gonna have to break up fights. Like Oh really? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Yeah, there was this one. I don't think he's told this on like an album. I don't want to like poorly deliver uh a Stanhope story, but there was this one time Oh, well, we talked about it on his podcast. There was this one time uh I was opening for him in in Baltimore. And he kept like, he would just let me like stay with him. Um, and like, that was the first time, like the first, he was the first big guy I opened for. And he was like, we can like sleep in the same bed. And I was like, I guess this is how I earn being a feature. Like, I just didn't know what was going to happen. You slept in the same bed? Yeah, because he's a fucking old school road guy. So he's just like, he's just like, I only use Wait. half of it. And Wait, like, that's so funny. and he just stays on fucking his side. And I just like slept in his bed all poor. And like, yeah. Would roll over and like bump. You guys only had one bed in the hotel. I guess back then, yeah, they were just or or, yeah, because I wasn't going to. I don't think I was being put up, so he was like, just stay with me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's not gonna leave you stranded. Like, go find your own place to stay. No, no. And so then he, uh, in the morning, I started to like catch a hint that he wanted to like jerk off. He kept being like, "All right, so I'll see you later." And I'm like a fucking, you know. Like y- young comic and I'm like are you sure you don't want to talk about like how to get an agent you know like just being like <laughs> fucking insufferable while he's like half hard trying oh to my God. go about his his coming business and so uh, so I leave and did he have to spell it out to you like, I think he did dude I, get out of the room I need to jerk I have off. to jerk off I think yeah. he did I, I literally think he did and so I leave and then that night at the show that night at the show um the big story in Baltimore was some like dude like murdered his like three baby nieces. It was something awful, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it was, like stabbed them or whatever. And uh, 
He did a joke about it? Not only did he do a joke about it. <laughs> oh so my gosh. he op- opens. Remember, this is at the... He opens with a baby, opens jo- with baby it. killing joke? Yep. So this is at the fucking improv. Like as corporate as you could get. It's, oh my it's God. in like the one gentrified block of Baltimore. You know what I mean? Baltimore is just like crime, crime, crime. And then it's like a cheesecake factory in the improv, like on the harbor. And Baltimore's dope, but it's very bizarre. And... um. So he's on stage and he does the like, ah, keep clapping for Jamie. He was like, I was trying to, he starts telling the story about just trying to get me out of the hotel room to masturbate. Right. So that he's like riffing on that. And people are like laughing, right. Cause they just saw mm-hmm. me on stage and they're picturing him mm-hmm. going to jerk off. And then he segues into this old joke he used to have about like going down like wormholes, like on porn, like web porn. Um, and just finding weirder and weirder shit. And so he goes into a bit and the bit kills because that's like he's tying it in to the improv about what just happened that day. And he just keeps talking about how he can't come and he keeps looking at weirder porn and he can't come and he can't come. And he's scared that I'm going to come back. So he's like, like now he's got pressure on him that he has to come before fucking I come back. I'm like, how do you get an agent? Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> So he's... So he's on stage. <laughs> so he's on stage in front of him. That is hilarious. How do you get an agent? <laughs> That's all. I don't know how anyone stayed friends with me. And, um, oh, my God. Uh, and so he is talking uh, about porn and not being able to come. And it's at the Baltimore Improv. And it's like a Saturday 8 show. Everyone's like very to-do and um, well-to-do. And he goes, and I finally come and the second i start to come i hear in the background cnn three children were murdered today by their uncle and i come everywhere to that story so the joke is he accidentally came to that story about these three little girls getting fucking murdered by their uncle and this like big marine guy like stood up and was like i'm gonna fuck you up and like staff had to come in and then like other tables just started to leave I think he used to have this joke. Uh, I don't want to butcher one of his jokes, but like that would happen often where like half the crowd would like leave. Wow. The Austin show we did, he had me bring up Alex Jones to open for him. Oh at my Cap God, City. Like, why? Because he's a fucking Doug. He just wants, like, he does that shit for like these stories and he has these um, stories. Like, I just finished his book and like his stories are fucking insane. They're so good. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. That is so, my favorite part is the, and here I am trying to ask you how to get an agent. He just like, want this little pipsqueak, get out of my fucking know, room so I, I can know, jerk so I off. Can fucking whack off. Do you remember the questions you used to ask? Like, did you remember the first couple of times you hung out like above your pay grade with like more famous comics? And like, I mean, I remember just being, yeah, I must have had, I probably asked everyone like, I mean, I still do. Can I open for you? How do you get an agent? How do you, um, you're still asking, how do you get an agent? <laughs> that's, it, that's it. I don't know. And I, oh, do one time, I think the worst thing I ever said in front of a comic, and I've never, I haven't seen him since. Um, so I, I don't know him or anything, but I think I was doing a guest spot for like Tom Papa at the Stress Factory. And I'm asking him how to get an agent. And uh, I didn't know how much features made. Do you remember when you started comedy? Fe- like just featuring looked like the greatest thing ever. 
Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I remember I was like all like self-righteously like told Tom, I was like, man, if I can just make a, a living as a feature, I'll be happy for the rest of my life. And he's like, sure, kid. And yeah, like, like walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was just I like mean, ha ha ha. You like, know what? It's like it's all a part of growing up. It's fine. Like you say embarrassing shit to people because mm-hmm. how are you supposed but I'm, to know? But I meant it, and I think that's what you were talking about with like doing something that you love. Like I totally meant that. Like seventy five bucks a show to do oh twenty God. minutes got, and open for people. Like I got oh. interviewed for like some local newspaper, and they asked me about like, well, so how do you like comedy? I was like, I love it. I would live in a comedy club if I could. Mm-hmm. And like they quoted me, and they printed that oh. in the fucking newspaper. I'm sure your comic friends didn't give you a tremendous amount of shit for that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, why would I ever? But it's but it's so but it's true. Like I get so earnest and like sappy when I talk about. Like, yeah, when I like I can nerd out about comedy like forever, you yeah. know, um, but that's good. Right. I think we are trained to get embarrassed about it because like liking something is seen as like uncool or like having passion for something. But I think that's because the majority of people do shit they hate. So and really, you think liking something is uncool? I kind of think so. I guess, yeah. We're like we're even all like, twi- we're all like dorky. Well, yeah. But even like on Twitter, like if I mean, maybe it was just because like. I was hanging out with like very like not fun liberal people, but like you post on Twitter, like, Oh, I really love that movie. And they're like, here are all the reasons why you shouldn't. And you're just like, well, fuck man. Like, I just wanted to talk about like the movie I liked, but I kind of think like, I think it's so funny. Like I don't really get bothered by anything anybody says on Twitter. Oh, I've, I've said it now. So I can only I don't see let it, responses like, by I don't people let it, I follow. Like, Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. It has driven me into, like, a suicide depression before. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's the worst. You can just, like, read shitty comments and be like, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't affect me, like, my real life. To me, I view that stuff as, like, it's online. See, my problem was when I was reading that stuff and getting, like, attacked the most, I was in, like, you know, a really, like unloving relationship and I didn't like what I was doing and I wasn't doing stand-up anymore. And so I think because I was depressed, like so depressed, I would go to Twitter for validation and likes and like the fucking dopamine hits and shit like that. But then when I saw... The dopamine. Yeah. But then uh-huh. but then when I saw the, uh, you know, all the hate and stuff, I was like, this is all I have. It's like this like online persona. So uh, yeah, I think that's why the hate got to me. Whereas I think now... I have, like, a really happy life. Like, I like the stuff I do, like, on my day-to-day. And I, I'm just healthier in general. I think now if I got hate, maybe I, I'd be more like you. But yeah. it's still, you want to just be like, fucking say it to my face, motherfucker. Like, and you like, and they don't give a shit. They just tweeted you, and then they disappear, and they don't care. And you're just, like, stewing in it all fucking day. Like, oh, this piece of shit, no, I know fucking jujitsu. And it's just like, they don't give a shit. They just fucked with you, and then they went to go fuck with someone else, and you're letting it affect your life. That was all well, I did. People did come after you. It you sure did. You were super. Well, you were a male feminist. Now you're an ex male feminist. No, Is that, that it? I, somebody I, like people. Dude, put, it was that dumb art. Ti- that dumb fucking article. Yeah. People put these titles on you. It's so insane. Where like, uh, yeah, I never declared. I I could probably actually, if I did, like totally go that route. Like I'm the anti feminist. I'd probably get a fucking book deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like Mar- seems You did like a 180? Mar- yeah. Like the heel turn. Luis Gomez, uh, fucking, was it him? So, there were a couple people who texted me when all that shit went down and they were like, dude, you just got to like heel turn. Just become a bad guy. And I was just like, 
I can't. Yeah. Uh, and, but... Uh, I feel like what happened to you is happening to Aziz right now. Yeah. Well, dude, you see that I still have such, like, shame about it. Like, I was so excited when, like, we reconnected on Twitter and you asked me to do the show and, like, I was so used to feeling like uh, I was, like, this, like, cast out, like, like leper um, that remember I even had to like tweet you. I'm like, um, dude, just before like you have me on your podcast, like you know what happened to me, right? <laughs> you know, like it's so. And what, I do you're, that when I, you're an outcast now. Yeah, well, totally, and like, yeah, all that stuff. Like it's so. Um, did people say stuff to your face? No, but I mean, everybody. Like I lost everything. Like I lost like uh, all my friends. Like uh, it was treated in my work. I think. When comedians saw it, they were like, ha ha, the fucking dude who, I mean, that's what my friends told me. That's what Doug told me. They were like, nobody thought you were like a creep towards women. Like no one thought that. We just thought you were a douchebag and all that like self-righteous feminism shit bit you in the ass. And I was like, oh, because in my like feministy, like left of left world, uh, I was literally being treated like I was accused of like rape. Yeah. It was, I mean, even the headlines kind of make it look like you have to read the article to be like, oh, this well, is fucking you, stupid. Right. And I feel like most people have read Aziz's article. But yeah. in your case, you're not like, you know, Aziz Netflix famous that, right. most, you know, so people just see Dude, your headline. I was and the it, and that perfect does, target. That does you a disservice because people are like, well, yeah. I mean, he's not like somebody that I know. But that still happens in the comedy community. Like the progressive people. I mean, it was cool. I started my podcast this week and actually a bunch of my old fans uh, are listening, which is awesome because I thought I lost all of them. Um, and I really liked a lot of them. So like that was really cool to see. Um, but so I thought it would pretty much just be like the left that ostracized me. But the week I went on fucking Rogan and that uh, – that dumb articles that came out that said that I like rebranded as an anti-male feminist. It was this, <laughs> like who oh writes my that? God. And, uh, but the same week that happened was the week Louis happened. And there were a couple pretty, I mean, incredibly famous alt comics who my theory is they were too chicken shit. They didn't want to call out Louis cause Louis is powerful so they started attacking me on Twitter with that article to be like, see, I'm still a feminist. I'm not like sexist. I just don't want to go after Louie because Louis has power and like no one gives a shit about Jamie. And so I think there are people in the comedy world that think that I was accused of more shit. Like, dude, I show up to shows, especially if I'm like being introduced like a female comic. I'm so nervous. I keep my fucking distance. I'm like, because... It's a weird thing to be like, are there people that think I'm like a sexual, like deviant? Predator. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, you I know. I thought those are the people that make it in the business. I know. Well, now I'm finding this out. Now I should have been doing that. I was like, you know how much fucking sex I turned down? Uh, if I knew I was going to be called a predator, I was like, I should have fucked everybody. Everybody. Right. It's like being accused by your significant other of cheating. Yes. And you're not cheating. You're like, well, I might as well be fucking cheating. You're I, treating me like I am cheating. I might as well. You. Yeah. That uh that was my last that's why I broke up with my last girlfriend. Um she never saw me flirt with someone, never saw me that like, especially after everything that happened, dude, like I don't want to fucking date. Uh, let alone am I gonna like be like cheating or checking out girls or whatever. And uh she would 
she just assumed. Okay, so I've never, I haven't told this to her on a podcast um, or at all. Uh, we had sex. I left to go do an interview. I come back an hour later. Uh, she starts going down on me, forgets we had sex, tastes sex, thinks that I left, fucked her, left, fucked someone else, came home. But she's tasting her own vagina. She got jealous of her own pussy. Oh my God, come on. She got jealous Was of her own high? pussy. Was she high? Nope. How do you forget that you had sex? Dude, I think, I don't know. I, I, she just had like, like she was. Um, Did you tell her just finger yourself and lick your fingers? Like, let's taste test this now to exonerate yeah. myself. Well, yeah. Then she, uh, she apologized. But even when I told her like I was going back, she, I think she just had something happened to her in the past, man. I don't know if she got cheated on or what, but like, um, like when I told her I was going back into stand up, she was so supportive and like really wonderful and great. And uh, we, we do. I, I, I'm like, hey, I haven't watched stand up in so long because I was like so bummed out. I stopped and um, I was like, let's just like watch like all these like stand up specials like that like I missed. Right. And she was like, great. She was like really excited about it. So we start watching stand up. And again, she's being so supportive. It is borderline her idea that I go back to comedy. So we're watching stand up and she looks at me and she just goes, did you fuck Amy Schumer? And I go, what? What? Did I f-? She goes, did you fuck Amy Schumer? Out of nowhere? Out of fucking nowhere. Just because I guess I'm going back into comedy. And first of all, poor Amy Schumer, who has to deal with that from like, just because she's like open about her sexuality, like she has to deal with fucking girlfriends of comics, like, or I'm, it's probably just my crazy ex, but like, anyway, so she, uh, and I go. Did she have any? Nope. She's just throwing darts. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I go, and because even if I did, it would have been in the past. It wasn't like, did you cheat on me with Amy Schumer? It was like in the past oh to be, because God. it's like, well, you're going back into standup now. And I go, you know that thing when you're accused of something and it's so preposterous, like so insane that you, I gave up on that word. Preposterous. Preposterous. <laughs> uh, so silly. Um, and it's so insane that you sound like you start lying because you just ba- are babbling. Like that's what I'm there. I'm like, I don't know. Like Amy follows me on Twitter and I think we just met once and like, and I'm just like, I sound guilty. I should just just be like no you're crazy so she finally like believes me i guess and apologizes oh my god but then i swear to god 20 minutes later and i'm like cooking dinner for us and like Maybe i bring she her dinner fucks way hotter guys than you so dude she should have just known that seriously right well so so then so this is <laughs> this is the next thing that happens is so we're sitting there after she apologized and then she looks at me and she just goes did you fuck Ali Wong? And I'm like, oh what is God. happening? What is happening? I go, oh my no, God. I didn't fuck Ali Wong. But then I kind of like, I had this moment where I'm like, oh, maybe she thinks I'm like the cool comic. Because comics don't fucking like me, let alone like female comics. Ali Wong likes Chinese guys. I, I literally never met Ali Wong. Um, <laughs> I don't know her. She doesn't even follow me on Twitter. Amy at least follows me on Twitter. So I don't know Ali Wong. I think she's very funny. Oh, that, that, uh, yeah, I start going, like, they're both very funny. And then I'm like, shut up. Oh, my God. And it's like you say I, we're funny. I'm just funny and then- panicking. And uh, so I go, why did you think I fucked Ali Wong? And it wasn't even for a cool reason. It wasn't even like, oh, you were like a bad boy comic. She's like, uh, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, no. She goes in her special. She talked about fucking a homeless guy and you used to be really poor. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. 
I can't my even God. can't even feel cool with jealousy. Yeah, because uh, she was rock bottom, and you uh, look like you, you would to, help facilitate you that. Have like, to do that on stage. That's oh, hilarious. It's so, but it's one of those things that's so bizarre that I'm like, I can't really punch it up. What happened is just so fucking insane. But yeah, I should try to. I'm gonna try to. I mean, I I wrote all that down just because I was like, this is insane. But yeah, oh dude. Oh my god. And I was staying. You know, one of the reasons this is. Re- god, I hope she doesn't hear this. Uh, <laughs> one of the reasons I. How long ago did you guys break up? Like a month. So she could still be. She reached out to me last week for the first time. Was she listening to your podcasts the while old you guys one? were together? Um. Yeah, she would like. I think you should have somebody sign. Serious. Yeah. If you enter into a relationship with somebody, you're not allowed to listen to any of my podcasts. Any of it. Well, she went back because I went when I started doing stuff again. I mean, she was great. She came on Stan Hope's podcast. She was like there and I like flew her to Phoenix so she could see it. Um, <laughs> But even then we were like leaving the show. And I th- and like I was so happy. It was the first time I did stand up in like a year and like you know, Doug welcomed me back and like, and then we're leaving the show. And I think there was like a homeless lady or something. It was like one in the morning and I just heard like a noise in an alley. So I like looked over and there was a, like a older woman there. And then I looked back and she was like, were you fucking looking at that girl? And I was like, dude, I thought we were going to get jumped. There was someone in an alley at like one in the morning. So it was shit like that. And, uh, but I think one of the reasons that I probably, I mean, look, when she was awesome, she was fucking awesome. She was great. I thought this was like the the one. Um, but then she would just like lose it over shit like this. And all of my friends were like, you got to get out of the relationship. Like this is so dangerous. And I think one of the reasons that I, I didn't have the confidence to is because of all that shit that happened to me. I was like, I'm never going to be able to date. Like, I don't want someone oh, to fucking somebody Google you. me. It's like, it makes it look like, yeah. Like, um, like one of those dudes and, and also just being nervous. Like, dude, my life was torpedoed for going on like consensual dates and consensual, like, and even in the articles that trashed me, they were like, he, he made me feel very safe. And like, like I didn't do anything, uh, creepy and imagine if I, and that, again, almost killed me. Lost everything, blah, blah, blah. Living on oh a couch. Oh, my God. Imagine. You think I want to date? You think I want to have, like, one-night stands? Like, imagine if, like, I was accused of something worse than that. I was accused of essentially nothing. I mean, not essentially. Like, I was accused of nothing. Like, being a dick. Um, And, like, life's over. I'm like... Like, when you were alone with the girl? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, she wrote an article about no, dating no. you? Uh, Yeah. That was, like, what they... the. This fucking Jezebel article like reported. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so I'm not really excited to like date anybody now because I, after spending many years in feminism being like, don't call women crazy, suddenly I'm like, oh my God, they're crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I fucked up. I fucked no, up big. But, it, but it's not all of us who are crazy, no, okay? Not a- I'm a feminist. But I don't agree with these women who are crucifying Aziz. All he's guilty of... Okay, that was not sexual assault. No, to call um, it assault so all, scary. All he's guilty of is being a horny guy who couldn't keep his hands to himself. And like she's guilty of not being more expressly articulate about like rejecting him. Yeah. Like it's hard for me to sympathize with a girl like that.
that who's 23 and can't say no because I was a feminist before I even entered my first relationship and I almost got off on telling no, no, saying no to guys. Yeah. Well, like, everyone's I, different. I almost, I almost like delight in it when a guy is like <sighs> hating on me. Like, I think it's funny because when a guy is like wants you, you're in a position of power and it's just like to strike him down. It's funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so for her to not be able to vocalize no and to be like, well, you should have read my, my um, nonverbal cues. A nonverbal cue where she was sucking his dick. <laughs> It's like if you've already engaged in some sort of thing and, you know. Now, look, you can say no at any time, right? Like She strikes me as like almost a virgin. Yeah. Well, I mean, she hit on him, right? When she was like with a date exactly. in the beginning. That was exactly. just a shitty thing that got so, glossed over. I mean, if I were Aziz, I definitely probably after the first one would have been like, hey, let's call it a night, blah, blah, blah. It seemed like to me reading that Aziz one approach like that is like, I'm about to have sex. I'm a very powerful, famous guy. Um, they go on a date. It seems like he has his routine. If they go back up to the room, they're going to have sex. And he was in that like, you know, one night stand mode. And right. I mean, every time she said no, he stopped and then would like start again. Like that's when I would have like left. I wouldn't have probably kept starting. Like my rule of thumb uh, as a predator is my rule of thumb <laughs> is like if they – no. If they say no, um, like let's say we're making out and like they move their hand, like they move my hand, right? Then I'm like, cool. Next move is yours. Like if yes. you want to escalate it, it's your turn. Then you go. And if not, like f- totally fine. Um, but yeah, I won't go back if it was like pushed away unless like if she's closing her legs. Yeah. And being <laughs> stiff, that you could read into it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna like be like, ah, just like I like him, like. Yeah, that's not even like I, I I don't even I wouldn't even say turned on. I would go into like oh fuck mode. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but to have just to like be like add Aziz to the the list, it's like well it's no so, he shouldn't be so on the harmful. Weinstein list and she and that's right. insulting to women it's, who it's are so raped. It's so insulting to the whole movement and the whole cause for feminism because it's just like you know I like I love what Ashley Banfield said. She's yeah. like you went on a bad date. And I know some people might think that like that makes Ashley Banfield look old. She's put up with this and it's a different generation. But she is right. Like she was sucking his dick. You were enamored with his celebrity. And it almost reminded me of in Korea, there's all these um, like soap operas that make Korean men look romantic. Oh, okay. So... And he's the author of Modern Romance. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. He has his yeah. Netflix show and everything. And all these Korean girls, no, all these Japanese girls romanticize Korean guys because these roles that are written for them right. make them look like super smooth and yeah. like, oh my God, I want I want to be swept off my feet by, but it's like, yeah. my feet by uh, some like romantic Korean guy. And it's like, Aziz isn't smooth. He's a fucking UCB guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like as unsmooth as you can be. We can't yes so and on dates. I think I feel, you know, because her expectation of what it would be like to go hang out with Aziz at his apartment, she thought she was going to be in her own episode of Master of None. Right. And instead, she got a grabby, she you know, like, guy yeah. who wanted to like fuck her and probably never see her again. Right. Because he probably gets a lot of girls. So yeah. it's almost. Yeah. And I think that the it I, I i'm definitely not suddenly one of these guys who because i got like bit in the dick uh i'm gonna be like every woman is lying and blah 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 like there are some 
people right now who are getting taken down that it's like good. But we've also gotten trigger happy. Um, you know, there was an article in The Atlantic by another woman who they called an old woman and said wasn't a feminist. And they would say you're they would say you're not a feminist for saying that, which is hilarious. Um, but she was like the the paper read or the article read like uh, revenge porn. It was just like oh, all this. Caitlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Crucified. The left crucified uh, her and that article. Like now you're a fucking rapist sympathizer if you like write stuff like no, that. No, but I agreed with her. It was revenge porn. 3,000 yeah. words of revenge porn. It really it was. It really was. It just read just so. Like, why did she need to? Plus the whole fucking white wine and the red. Who the fuck cares? Dude, that happened. Who? She uh, has like a princess complex and I, thinks she deserves. Yeah. It, it's like he's a celebrity here that's the thing that's what's annoying about dating celebrities or famous people is listen your needs are going to be very secondary because they're used to getting yeah the type of drink they want and who are you an up-and-coming photographer dude i'm gonna tell you off air uh some of the stuff that was written in the jezebel article that was like that like trying to make it all like sort of like those red wine details, but the stuff they left out of the article, um, like preceding those moments. It's like as someone that it like went through, like went through it, like there was one, I shouldn't talk about any of this for like legal stuff, but there was, without getting too much in detail, there was one line that like made me out to be like some fucking creep where the line I said was, uh, uh, people are going to think we're flirting. And that was supposed to be me being like lecherous, right? And what the article doesn't say is the line before that that was said to me by the girl was like the fucking filthiest sexual, I didn't bring it up, like stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, those parts get left out, you know? And just to be like incredibly clear, when it comes to like consent, you could be fucking inside your wife about to come. And if she says no... Like, I want to stop. Like, you stop, right? So I just want to be, like, incredibly clear about that. But, well, yeah, what Aziz did, like, dude, to put that up with Weinstein, to put that with, like, it's like people are going to think no, this dude it is, like, doesn't, a No, it doesn't belong there. At first, I was like, oh, good, diversity in the sexual harassment <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> community. <right? laughs> like, did, did Aziz win like, the, the CBS was, showcase that happens making, like at Stand Up New York? He was making old white guys look bad. Finally, a young, diverse guy. Yeah, it's let's, about time. Let's get him in the mix. He's going to be the moonlight of But no, uh, it's almost more like, is this the end of the Me Too movement? And no, I don't think it is. I think it's just a speed bump. Let's all calm down. Not everything is sexual assault. Well, if we could focus on the people who are actually committing sexual assault and instead of just trying to take down literally everybody um, or people like Aziz and Louie, you know, have been called feminists um, in the media. So I I think people really, I mean, I know uh, people really like to take them down to be like hypocrites, you know, they're hypocrites or whatever. Um, But yeah, man, it's like you are allocating a lot of time to this when like there are real rapists out there. Yeah, or there's bigger news. Right. Yeah. All of this that's going on, this hero in Venezuela, he got murdered by his government and nobody gives a shit about that. Like that wasn't a headline anywhere. His last words actually were me too. <laughs> <laughs> right before he died. So it's like, who cares? The, these like super, super left people, they're getting really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was definitely part of that. And I think that what it's like hipster activism, right? Where... 
oh, you're talking about the war? Well, I'm talking about the war that other people aren't talking about. I'm like, oh, you're talking about that war? Well, I'm talking about the the transgender war of Persia. In, you know, like they just want to like out-progressive each other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're looking for like the cool thing to hate, right? Like if you like Cory Booker, they'll tell you the reason that Cory Booker's a sellout. Or if you like, you know, uh, you think this law is a good idea. I remember when uh, when like gay marriage got legalized, and everyone was like, yay, like Obama legalized gay marriage. And then my friends would be like, well, tell that to the people he droned. And it's like, God damn it. Like, I agree with you. Droning is bad, but good things can also happen what as well. What is droning? It, droning? Like, uh, drones are uh, like military when essentially those robot plane missiles. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when Chelsea Manning... Uh, had the WikiLeaks, uh, the the leak. I th- oh no, they weren't droning him. I think they just shot him out of a chopper. That's what I'm gonna be honest with you. We've we've committed a lot of war crimes, and sometimes I get them confused. <laughs> he was droning people. Yeah, like he was responsible for like like dropping, dr- like dropping drone attacks, am- dropping Amazon packages from a drone on these people. <laughs> yeah, no, he they would like you know we definitely killed a lot of innocent people under Obama and under Bush and under all those guys. But it's like, you can also be happy about gay marriage. Like you don't have to shit on other people to prove that you know more, I guess is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of what the left does is they're just on Twitter all day and they're like, what are we mad at? Who are we mad at? Cool. Let's go after him. And then the next day it's someone new. I read a tweet from some girl who wrote, well, what Aziz should do is reveal who the photographer is. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, I think someone probably did. I don't know. Well, Aziz responded, and he didn't he say, like, I apologize if I misread the situation? That Atlantic article had a pretty damning, not to sound like a fucking men's rights activist, but, like, the Atlantic article pointed out when she that what she said to Aziz is, like, you men are all the same, which is kind of like, oh, you've been here before in this situation a lot yeah. and like you want to go after like the famous dude or whatever no but it, it's true what caitlin said yeah caitlin said it sound it seemed like she was bitter that he didn't want to make her his girlfriend and it was like clearly about sex yeah like she was there no that's happened to me before she was there thinking we could start a relationship and he's just like and he's where just you want to like, fuck i just want to have sex yeah. And she was just, you know, this it was revenge porn. And then you say you guys are all the same. Yeah, no, that could totally be it. I mean, when this first started happening and dudes would be like, dudes would say stuff like, we're going to be afraid to like even like make a move. And I was like, shut up. Like it, you being nervous about making a move is not as important as like, you know, these rapists being found or whatever. But now that it's like we're not just going after like actual predators and rapists and stuff like that, but we are, you know, firing people for asking a girl out or firing someone for like clumsily trying to like, like go for a kiss and then you know it's yeah that's embarrassing. Oh, if guy if if guys did What's that, we would be is such that, like, assholes. Obviously, Aziz never turns off. Like yeah. when he bent her over in front of the mirror and was like, "You like it like this?" Oh, you pictured his like <laughs> yeah, dude. I I just I pictured his you're like goofy it, grin from like TV. It in his voice. I know his like uh, how, uh I forget his name in Parks and Rec, but I'm picturing like that big wide eyed smile. <laughs> totally. And I'm just like, oh and god like, damn it. It's like you're you're gonna tell me that you can't push Aziz off of you, a petite Indian guy. Yeah. Come on. Like it'd be one thing if the if it was a different comedian. Like yeah. if it was like Dante Nero. Right. <laughs> then you're like Dante. Yeah, okay. Well, we're trying he, to say Dante, you could definitely get away with assaulting a lot of women. <laughs> 
Well, and it's also and it's like it's like you're telling me that you, women like you're so helpless that you can't well, literally say no. That's the thing. I think there's definitely like victim blaming when it comes to women, but there's also like like you're the ones who are saying that you're so like strong and powerful. Like you shouldn't have to fight. Look, you sh- we shouldn't live in a world where like you have to fight dudes, right? Um, like you should never like be in fear or whatever. But like. The fact that they kept starting and restarting so many times is like you definitely could have left because when you did go to leave, he called you a cab and like you weren't you weren't in danger. I think you're just like this guy's being a fucking asshole. I tweeted out. I said, uh, if only Aziz's cab that he called for her was cash cab, the worst <laughs> night of her life could have turned into the best night of her life. So good. <laughs> so good. You know, and like I, I feel like her punishment for trying to make this look like sexual assault should be reveal yourself. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. It's, Instead of living under this pseudonym of grace. It's scary for... Yeah, because the last time there was that big anonymous like sex case, it was the Rolling Stone, the Rolling Stone incident, which proved to be like untrue. I mean, look, there are more rapes and sexual assaults in this country than there are people who are falsely accused, right? So like, so most of the time you do have to believe them. Yeah, but what's starting to be so scary is yeah, conflating sexual assault with like a date. Or a bad date. Yeah, yeah. like that's no, I mean, where like, it's, it's getting like we've really all scary. had a guy put our hand on his crotch, but then you just move it. What if I was like, what? <laughs> Esther, that's not okay. That does not happen. <laughs> Do we have to talk? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I've I've definitely had women who were not as inebriated as I was, like get me back to like the hotel and initiate everything and me being like, I don't really know if I want to do this, but I'm definitely really drunk. And like, again, you shouldn't be doing that, uh, you know, either, either way, but yeah, I think a lot of people are, cause there, I think it was like Garrison Keeler or, you know, a couple of those old fucking old weird white guys were fired for it sounded like flirting or asking a woman out or and just being fucking kind of dumb and clumsy about it um but never like pursuing past no like that's the thing it's if you ask someone out and they say no and you go up oh, sorry like that was one of the things i got in trouble for they said i was flirting with a girl online and she said she had a boyfriend nothing sexual i've never i'm the only comic who's never sent a dick pic um and uh but we were flirting and then she told me she had a boyfriend and in the article it literally was like Jamie said he's sorry and then like I think she said I like tried to contact her again but didn't even say if it was like romantic or flirty or whatever um I think she wrote to me and but it's like yeah that should not be in an article about sexual misconduct that was like I thought we were flirting I said like do you want to meet up she said she has a boyfriend and I go my bad sorry that's like a fucking healthy human interaction Right. I know these these super like ultra feminists are ruining flirting. Yeah. Uh dude, I some girl like kind of uh followed me out of uh the gym the other day and was like talking to me and I literally was like looking around. I mean, granted I also am like a little more sensitive than most guys uh in the sense that like I've been fucked over. Um but I was like, kind of like, okay, bye. And like, just kind of like sped walk. Like, you remember in Superbad when like Michael Sarah like yeah. does that like speed walk away? Is that um, like, I'm just terrified 
uh, of <laughs> women right now. Like I just got Tinder this week and it's, I was just so creeped out. I was like, what if this is like a, a trap? What if this is it's just like some really nice girl wants to go get donuts with me on Friday. She'd just be able to go get fucking donuts. And like, I asked her, I was like, is this a date? Like, I I think I said it a little more smoothly like that. I think it's so awkward to acknowledge that it's a date. Right. Well, that's why I was like, I'm just going to fucking ask. I'm like, we are literally on Tinder where people go to just to admit fuck. that it's a date. Well, that's why I asked because like, like I'm even nervous to go where I'm like, I want it very clear that this is a date because I don't want to like be flirty if you decided to try to make fucking friends or on Tinder. Or maybe if she's just trying to have lunch to find out how to get an agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I would deserve that. <laughs> I feel like I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like the majority of people uh, realize that this case is like, throw this one out. You yeah. know, like he's not going to lose his Netflix show unless there are 10 girls who are like, actually. Well, that's another thing. He did something it, worse to me. But like, or what if he didn't? She just had, what if he's also been like kind of a dick with those other with other girls and they're just like, oh, are we doing this? Let's take him out. And no, it, she sounds like she's just pampered from her parents and grew up in the suburbs and doesn't know how to defend herself or just literally say no. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, you want to treat men and women like equally, and right? I'm so, sh- and also because she was so enamored with him as a major celebrity, she even wrote. Yeah. That it's like, I'm sure he was getting the vibe from you that like you wanted to fuck him. Hello. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, the onus should be on the guy, like, not to be a creep, right? But if you completely maybe, take uh, women's maybe Aziz respo- is secretly a Trump supporter because he grabbed her by the pussy. He did. He did grab her by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the move. Or even if you don't like, even if you hate Trump, you're like, fuck that guy. Oh, you can grab him by the pussy. Well, that sounds cool. All right. I'll try it. I'll try it, Trump. Yeah, but I think to say that like women are just like so delicate and fragile that they can't be like fuck off or they can't leave or they, you know, Chappelle's joke about hanging up when Louis masturbating. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what you think of those cases or not, it's like guys should not be fucking creeps, but let's not, you know, feminist like let's not treat women like they're fucking helpless idiots let's not treat us like we're children like you're fucking kids who can't be like yo peace dude you know what i mean like i mean it is true that we are conditioned to treat people nicely and to not bruise the male ego yep yeah and that's a huge problem right because you're a bitch or like anytime there's like a female boss you know they're just like oh she's really like fucking naggy whereas if the like guy if you're, ag- ag- if you're aggressive you're looked at like you're a bitch right where if the guy is aggressive it's like oh look at that alpha guy i'm gonna suck his dick like you like that in a man right we're, uh, and we're taught to be docile and sweet and pleasant yeah. and accommodating and smile for us and yeah, yeah. so there is that but at a certain Learn how point, to kick someone like, in the dick, dude. It's like if somebody's doing something to you that you don't like, you got to learn how to push him away and just. Yeah, it's well, especially if um, you're upset enough about it that however many years later you're going to try to torpedo that guy's career. It's like, yeah, you could have probably left. Yeah. No, Ooh. that was on her. I feel like we should, you know, he should reveal who it was. <laughs> It's such a good punishment. That'll be the the opening of Master of None season three. <laughs> Just That'd her face, great. dude. If he wrote an That'd episode about that, oh, when Louis comes back, the stand up he is gonna do, I'm just like, 
Oh my god, you guys are all cannot. You're all jerking off to when he's gonna I, come back. I'm going to jerk That's off. That's why, like, I don't really even face that much uh, like sexual assault from male comedians because you guys are all so gay. You love jerking each yep. other off. That's all. We and, just want to talk about Louis and, and Rogan. He is all <laughs> exactly. Oh. If you could, you would. That's your fantasy. Wait, wait, you what, would circle what, jerk. What, what kind of omegas does Joe take? Okay, I gotta get on that. I've been there. I get. Yeah, you're totally right. All of us like stop talking when Chris D'Elia walks by. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Are you serious? I don't know. I don't know him, but I was watching. That's hilarious. I was watching my friend at the comedy store the other night, uh-huh. and he just like walked by, and there was some girl who was there, and he goes, "Hey, I'm Chris," and I just like jaw dropped. I was just like, "Are you the coolest man I've ever seen in my life?" Oh like, my god! Just like because comics are just used to hanging out with like other like nebbish Jews, so like you see someone like him, and you're just like, "Oh, oh is this what a man looks like?" <laughs> Are you a man? Excuse, sir. Are you a man? Um, yeah, but I don't. I don't know. That is so funny. Oh, and I found out he used to do jujitsu. And then you got a, we'll you got a friends. boner. But I think I fucking tweeted some shit at him. Didn't he get shit like years ago about saying something sexist? And I probably like tweeted some garbage about him, like because that's all I did was I just like shit on people on the internet. Oh. Yeah, fucked up. That's why we some could people... be out like getting girls together. He would never hang out. <laughs> some people. <laughs> Guys, if Crystalia, you're listening, you're a very cool, oh handsome God. man. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I just like went quiet. Like when the popular kid like walks into high school, I was just like in the hallway, like he laughing. Is like the, he is like the popular kid. And I was just like, oh, hello, sir. <laughs> I'll let you go talk to that pretty lady now. I'm also scared of you. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. So that's me at comedy clubs. Man, remember that time there was like a fight that broke out in Chicago? Yo, that was the one. It wasn't even Chicago. It was like some weird it was club outside. Oakland Park. It was at Riddles. Oh, Riddles. Oh, I was trying to remember the name of that place. That was the only time we met. Yeah. We've never like hung out in New York or LA. No. Uh, we were at Riddles probably like t- eight, ten years ago. Yeah. You were probably. like hosting, right? I was hosting Kira. Were you featuring? I was featuring. And Kira was. Yep. Sultanovich was headlining. I just saw her for the first time since then uh, at the improv. And uh, I was like trying to remember what happened. And Somebody threw a glass at the stage. Or No, I don't think it was at the stage. No, I think it was between two audience members. I think two audience members got met. Yeah, got met. somebody threw a fucking glass and then like the show stopped. The, yeah. Well, Kira had to go back on, she told me. Oh, that was horrible. But I remember like me and you were in like some back office where we could just see the security feed. And I just remember you just kept being like, do you think they can get in here? Do you think they can get in here? Because <laughs> it was scary. If you watch anything on a black and white tiny security monitor, it looks so creepy. It looks like a horror movie. Yeah. Like you could be watching like two people fucking and you're just like, oh, I'm going to get killed. Like it's just a weird thing to see. And so we just saw chaos, just people standing and security and all this stuff. And we were just in this tiny little room with like the safe. We're like, is it a robbery? Like no one knew what the fuck was going on. Well, obviously two people had beef with each other. I think so. I yeah. feel like, oh God, Kira was just telling me about this, but I was really fucked up. I don't remember. Um... But yeah, that was the first time we met. I figured we'd be friends. After I was that. with I was with my ex boyfriend. Yeah. 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 He was like, was he like a hippie dude? Yeah. <laughs> he was a fish head. He was. Yes. Do dude, you like fish? Yes. <laughs> I think that's right. I probably talked to him. I was probably I like, yo, so. you like fish yeah. man? 
Yeah. You dated someone who liked fish? Not only that. I do not believe that. I went to... I went to a fish concert Stop at a music festival. <gasps> That's amazing. I might have been there. <laughs> that could have been the second time we hung out. What would be worse? The first time we hung out where we almost got killed by bottles or having to go see fish? Uh, I'd rather see fish. They're great live. <laughs> undeniable. They're undeniable. Have I you done a lot of acid? Um, no, I did mushrooms a bunch. Um, I've been meaning to try acid. What about you? I don't know. You buy acid. No, no, no. Have you? Have you? Oh, oh. I thought you <laughs> said. You I like, thought you said. What do I do? I was like, I don't know. Get acid. <laughs> you were so like incredulous. Just like buy, put it on your tongue, uh, idiot. No, I've never done acid, but he had done a lot of acid. Obviously, if he's a fish head, I could tell by his eyes. <laughs> yeah. How can you tell? There's a little bit of vacant to them. Oh, totally. And she's like, you're just like, you're just a little gone. A little piece of you is gone. Acid does that to you, right? I think if you take, I mean, I, I think if you do a lot of it, most drugs, the things you hear about drugs are like fucking propaganda. But, um, but he was always like, acid makes you brilliant. But he would sound like an idiot. Yeah, when you when you find yourself saying acid makes you brilliant, I think that's where that's why I'm like a little nervous right now because I'm at this like turning point in my life that I'm like I know it'll fix this acid. I'm like, or it would make it much much worse, oh, no. and I should just like don't do figure it. shit out on my own. Well, that's like don't when you it. meet people that you're they're like I'm a writer, and you're like, cool man, what have you written? They're like, well, I drink a lot, like Hemingway, and you're like, mm, not a writer. <laughs> you got to just write. I feel like drugs can enhance, but if you're only doing that. And like not the work too, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I like this like new era of like comedy store stoner comics like Rogan. Like they're so prolific uh, in their work and their writing and stuff like that. But when I smoke too much, I'm just a cliche. I don't fucking I always want to be that guy who's like, I'm going to get high and write. And I can never write. I literally just I'm like the anti-drug people, commercial. People I just compliment me on like how much I get stuff done while I'm high. See, I how do you do it? Like I try to I drink like coffee to like almost. I feel like I have a weed deficit, and when I smoke, it like fills me up. You like power up? Yeah, that's fucking great. I mean, not all strains. Like some, I'm like paralyzed. And yeah, maybe I just gotta start smoking pot more. Uh, your friend, I started following her on Twitter. Uh, Rachel. Rachel Wolfson. Yeah, she's really funny. Oh yeah, yeah, she does the wolfy memes. Oh, she's the, the weed memes. She's great. Um, she was saying, I think she tweeted the other day that there's a certain strain that's like the Adderall of weed, and I was just like, ooh, give me that, because a bunch of my friends do Adderall now, and I have an addictive personality, but I've been tempted. Um, I've never done it either. I know, and it, they make it sound so tempting, but then again, a little bit of vacancy in the eyes, and I'm like, Ugh, I will totally get addicted to Adderall if I do it once. I know I will, but. I might too. We gotta talk about. We gotta talk to Rachel about what this fucking Adderall strain of weed. She says she gets all like hyped up and. She, all she does is smoke indica, though. I don't know. She tweeted about it. She was like, "This. Oh, maybe that's why. Maybe she's so used to indica. She's super indica. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I'm super sativa. Me too. Yeah. I don't think I've had indica in a while. I just gave you indica. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like this. I mean, I've definitely said more than I I should have uh, on this podcast, like in regards to my personal life. But other than that, I'm like, I'm having a good time. Yeah, cool. I thought Indica like knocked you the fuck out. Well, yeah, I guess it just makes you mellow. Yeah. No, this has been lovely. Yeah. I have to pee really bad though. Okay, let's pause. Oh, yeah. I needed that pee bear. Oh my god! That I had, pee break. I had to pee so bad, and I also told me uh, too. I was trying to make it till the end. I know I, I couldn't. I was dying, and then I and then I told you all the sad, horrifying details of my former sex life. Consensually told her, did not wow. corner her 
That's messed up. Fucked up, right? That is messed up. I know. Do we do women have too much power now? No, I mean, I just think like everyone just needs to stop being a fucking asshole, <laughs> right? Like, guys don't be creeps. Women don't like take fucking revenge and. Well, the fact, the, fact, the fact that this story, the whole Aziz thing didn't end up in the New York Times is just proof that it was not a story. Yeah. It should have never been printed. I think the New York Times. On babe.net. Yeah. You know, they don't even have a fucking dot com. The Woodward and Bernstein of online journalism, babe.net. It's like they knew that it would go viral mm-hmm. and they just wanted to. Well, now people they just, just wanted those hits. People are just looking for that now. They're like, because they know that it'll be a huge story. But there's going to be a backlash. And then the people who are going to get hurt from the backlash. Are the real victims. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, no one's going to, we're going to become desensitized to it and like not give a shit. And that's fucked up too, you know? Boo. That is fucked up. I, don't, I also don't agree though when people say Whoopi Goldberg was like, well, just don't go to his apartment if you don't want to have sex. Yeah. Because that- I mean, that's a little extreme it's a bummer for girls to be like you can never have a guy friend (laughs) like that's that that sucks i've like hung out with guys and played scrabble it was nothing sexual or maybe the whole shoots and ladders though you're getting fucked maybe the whole like flirtation process was still happening right right yeah yeah. but also you know well i assumed when you invited me up here that you're not recording and this is just a ploy to get me in bed right this is these, (laughs) these microphones aren't real no, I'm going to throw out this episode. And, right. uh, <laughs> Great. And I've been waiting to, to, get, sex. to get you alone forever. That's uh, that's something I probably won't hear for a very long time. So I appreciate it. <laughs> Don't be it. down on yourself. You know what? Not all girls are no. going to believe everything. Dude, I actually went on a date the other day for like uh, the first time with like this like, uh, you know, she's like a feminist chick, um, progressive, but she's also a badass. She like does Muay Thai. And she was like, so I Googled you. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And she was just like, the article seemed stupid. Like, can you tell me about it? And then I did. But even when you're on the right side, to to always repeat those stories, it does start to like become part of your identity. And like it's, even if you didn't do anything, there's like a shame behind it. Why don't you just change your name? That's a good idea. Change my name to... uh, uh, Billy Kilstein. Fuck stalker predator. Oh yeah, that's better. <laughs> it's like thirty bucks to change your name, and it doesn't take that long. And so funny. Fucking change your name so you can date. Com- the comedy community doesn't forget. Well, I mean the the here's the perfect world is I get my shit back together and I I do with this podcast what I help do with the other podcast and like I start doing stand up more and like I talk about this and like people just don't give a shit because I think once you find out what it is, people are like, oh that's crazy i'm sorry that happened to you and it's like right but if you just read the headlines you know i mean no. dude walking into a comedy club like i'm playing a club like i'm that i've never played before tonight and it's like every time i walk into a new club i have that sort of like oh god do people think that like i'm like a perv or do people you know like that's I think fucking also weird people forget that was five years ago oh yeah when i started seeing people at the comedy store and they were like, hey, man. And, you know, they were like really nice. I'm like, hey, did you like hear what happened? They're like, oh, yeah, I heard some garbage. It seemed like bullshit. How are you? And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you've been Because like to me, it was the defining. Everybody's at the, at the center of their world. And you think that everybody knows about it. And that's all they're talking about. Yeah, and that's so, all they're thinking so about. If you don't even bring it up and if somebody's cool with you, don't you don't even need to bring it up. Just, yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel like in a dating situation or even work stuff, you know, because now everyone's all. They're so scared about the Louis stuff that they don't want to take anyone who has any drama behind them, you know, especially if people are going to complain. 
so it's a fucking weird place where like you do kind of have to talk about it and explain it uh but yeah. not to other comics no 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 no, no. other like, comics just want to know because it's funny yeah yeah, yeah girls yeah, yeah. and like industry those are the weird oh, spots for me industry yeah right who are always known for their bravery and courage oh, you're fucked. i think you should go get your real estate license <laughs> this is yeah this, this is why i restarted a podcast again i was like okay i can't fire me let's like try try to do this yeah all right well thanks for coming by and explaining yourself thank you so much Ooh, can um, i plug my podcast yeah what's your podcast called? uh you should come on it by the way uh so it's called fuck up pod with jamie kilstein uh mm-hmm. and i just launched the first episode which is just me and i kind of talk about this a little bit um and then my first like interview episode is like triple aob next week and uh, yeah, it'll be cool. Like Stanhope's gonna do it. Kat Von D, like random people that I know, uh, are gonna do it. And we're just talking about like being degenerates and like our our biggest fuck ups and stuff like that. And I restarted an Instagram, which is at Fuck Up Pod. Um, and then I'm gonna do the Patreon thing. Fuck Up Pod. Fuck Up Pod. Fuck Up Pod and Jamie Kilstein. Cool. Well, good luck with your podcast. This was so fun. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. All right. Thanks, buddy. Bye. was brought to you by Speedweed. Speedweed is America's most trusted name in medical marijuana delivery. Speedweed began as a three-person family business in 2011 and now has over 30,000 members enjoying the convenience and discretion of cannabis home delivery. From celebrities to soccer moms, Speedweed offers same-day and overnight delivery of medical marijuana throughout California. For more information, go to www.speedweed.com. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to another episode with Jamie Kilstein. Oh my god. And I also went to the Women's March this weekend for the first time. And I got a lot of laughs from my poster and it was meant to be funny. But then I also had some people get offended. Not some people, but one girl got offended. She removed herself from my private march. I couldn't believe it. And then I was like, wait a minute, Lorena Bobbitt was actually raped and her husband beat her. So what are you against exactly? Because my poster said Lorena Bobbitt, hashtag I'm with her. A friend of a friend of mine was like, we took an Uber there. And then when we got there, we got out of the car. She was like, "Uh, I'm taking this march seriously. So I'm choosing to remove myself from you. I was like, what? What are what is your problem? She was like condemning me, trying to condemn me for not taking the march seriously. And I'm like, you don't even have a poster. <laughs> I'm the one with a poster. I put effort into my poster. You're just walking down the street like everybody else. What did you show up with? You take it seriously. Yeah, well, sometimes it doesn't mean that I've never been abused. I'm just able to handle it with a sense of humor. And sometimes that's the best way to deal with shit. I'm sorry that you're a humorless cunt. (laughs) I've been listening to too much Kevin Brennan. Anyway, I digress. Thanks, Jamie, for doing my podcast. Some new dates coming up. Oh, thanks to everybody who came out to see Wolfie and I in Seattle and in Tacoma. We had... A sold-out show in Tacoma at the Tacoma Comedy Club. And I'll be back there in a few months, hopefully. Okay, new shows coming up. I'm doing 
my Hello Crypto Kitty podcast with Rosie Tran this Wednesday, January 24th at 2.30 p.m. on Periscope, and then we'll post it later on YouTube. So check that out. It's about cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, etc. February 1st to the 3rd, I'll be at the Virginia Beach Funny Bone with Donnell Rawlings. Check us out. Thanks for tuning in. Stay warm and dry out there, you guys. It's freezing cold. Freezing cold in lots of parts of the country and wherever you might be, unless you're in Chile, then they're having their summer right now. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks you. Thanks so much for coming out to the Tacoma Comedy Club. It was really fun. I got to do a, a sober set, and then I went, went and smoked weed. It was the dope show. And then I went back up super, super, super high that I went up in my pajamas, and now I might make that a regular thing because that was really comfortable and fun. And then I was like falling off the stool. I was humping the stool and then I freaking fell off and hurt my knee. I'm sure I'll have a bruise on my knee in a few days or maybe tomorrow or maybe tonight. But I'm not going to check till tomorrow. I'll, I'll check now. I'll check now. Let's check. Let's check, shall we? Um, No bruise yet. You know what? I took a pretty hard thump because I was super high, but it was fun. All right. Well, thanks, guys, so much. Keep it moving, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.